Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Hey there, I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And we will be concluding our discussion of Voyager Season 1. A uh, slight surprise, Eris and Z are not opposed to the show. They kind of like it. So my emergency plan to see, like, say, you know what, I'm just going to find like 10 episodes from the other six seasons of this show. We'll do two parts on that, and that's it. We're not going to do that, probably. We're probably going to watch the whole show. Sorry, Laura. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> listen, may, we, I may we, watch the curated list. I yep. don't know. We'll see. Well, we may change our minds, because like, season one apparently didn't ha- have weird, fucky things that you guys know about that mm. we are blissfully almost unaware of. Mm. It's an immensely frustrating show, but it's hard to gauge that from the first season because if you did that, TNG would be a real stinker. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And you were talking about how you have this appreciation for Tom Paris based on some Mm -hmm. mutual interests and things, but like, I don't know, I don't, even going on later, I think I don't like him so much now that I don't find those things endearing later. (laughs) And he's he he's a badly written character because he yeah. like you guys remember where you saw him last mm-hmm. right? Hold up, where, we saw him last. Yeah, Next Generation episode where Wesley and his fighting jet crew gets in trouble for telling a lie. He was the head of that. He was crew. the upperclassman guy. Oh, they just yeah. changed his name. It's Not the same the character. Same character. Oh, oh. it's okay. essentially yeah. the different same guy. name. In the early drafts of the Voyager pilot and the conception of the show, it was going to be that character. Then they gotcha. realized they had to pay that writer royalties because technically he co-created the show. So they were like, okay. he's not Nicholas Lacarno, he's Tom Paris. Okay. Everything's the same. Okay. His face, his vibe, yeah, his like, everything. When they were his getting history. in trouble, his <laughs> yeah. weird relationship with his dad. Okay, I thought that sounded familiar, but I was just like, I feel like they would have put more of a lampshade on it, and then they didn't, and I was just like, I don't know, maybe they're just recycling ideas. I thought he looked familiar, but I didn't make those connections with his character or anything. It's so funny, because we'll see scenes with his father eventually, like flashbacks and that sort of thing. And on his desk at Starfleet headquarters is a picture of Nicholas Locarno from that TNG episode. Oh my god, that's funny. I mean, it's clearly meant to be young Tom Paris, but yeah. it's like, I know that. I know where that frame came from. <laughs> oh my god. Admiral yeah. Paris has been fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> when we left, we were going to be talking about ships. Yes. And Z has a weird one. I can't tell you why I ship this if it had anything to do with what was like in an episode or if it was just their vibes and I'm like I want them to get together Balana and Tuvok interesting yeah I wouldn't have seen it but all right I I don't know I Balana is is spicy and Tuvok is strong and and silent and I feel like they'd make a great pairing the the one real big note I have on Tuvok is I'm not even sure if this is part of the curated list or not time and again it was not it was not okay so we're basically He's, he does the whole, like, this is illogical, but I see no better. All- he does the whole straight up, like, this is fucking dumb, but since I don't have a better idea, let's fucking do this. Like, and it's the full-on Vulcan version of, like, I just need to say, for, pro- for posterity, for, pro- blah, 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 for the blah. record, for the record, 
y'all are fucking stupid. But let's do this. <laughs> I ain't got nothing else, so let's do stupid yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Mac. <laughs> <laughs> how many? Uh, I'll, I'll allow it. I'm thinking it through. I'm working through it. How many times have Eris and I been like, hey, Mac, and you've been like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Not my idea, but let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I respect Tuvok for that, but also, like, Tuvok, I, so Tuvok is interesting because... I have had this idea of like, and I think Janeway calls him out on it. Be like, logic, you can explain, like logic is a is a powerful weapon because you can explain anything with logic. And so. But then um, he cracks at that too. He's like, my logic was sound, but I was in error. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like Tuvok. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, Tuvok's um, good people. Yeah. Because like, I, he seems true neutral as opposed to like lawful good. Like Spock mm-hmm. was like. If you're going to go on the D&D alignment chart, like, Spock was good. And of course, they have the whole, like, human thing. But, but, like, Tuvok is like, I think this is right. And I'm going to do with it without, like, I don't know, whatever. He has a little bit of, like, I could do evil if I needed to. Mm-hmm. I could absolutely blow up a ship. And he's like, this is a logical course of action. Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I will betray you if it is logical. I'm going to feel bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> and but then, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll berate myself later and then go to my therapist. <laughs> Tuvok totally has a therapist. He needs one. No, I, I bet <laughs> all, he has one. All Vulcans need one. <laughs> yeah. When he hits Pond Far, because they're going to be gone for seven years, oh, he, Jesus. he's got to hit it at some point, and that's going to be awkward. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Balana is already fated for a ship that many people are like, oh, that's my that's my soul fire there, that relationship. And that or the, the other fan favorite ship that, that I one's can't weird too. get into. Yeah, a lot of people, and I, this is, a lot of people ship Chakotay and Janeway. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> they don't. Milana, they don't. Janeway. I I ship them as friends. Right. I feel like they I make real good like rivals to friends trope. Right. I don't think they would make a good romantic trope. They wouldn't. No. Like uh, I feel like their their principles and the way they go about things have a similar vein, but their ultimate end goals are not. Yeah. It is also the only relationship for either of them where the power dynamic is not squicky. Yeah, mm. that, that's, I think that's what some people are responding mm. to. It's like their age appropriate, power dynamic uh, roughly appropriate. Mm. She's still his superior officer, but but close for enough the mo- for the moment. It's only not she like he's always. an ensign or, or always, something. And he he's, was captain on yeah. the other ship, so yeah, yeah, right, yeah, true. yeah. you're right. Yeah, he he it comes from that place of being in command. Yeah. I, Is it Chakotay and Balana? Do people ship them? Because I I look he shipped them at first too. No, you want me to tell you? Yeah, please. It's Balana and. Paris? I like it. <laughs> okay, I can see how they're leaning towards that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like it. Takes a little bit of time, but yeah. they, they're they're each other's person. Okay. Aww, uh, I like she, it. She could do better. <laughs> she could do better. Like, really, if any woman would tolerate him for any stretch of time, I'm like, good for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's like, just go with that. She yeah. might be the Hera to his Zeus. Hmm. You know? I think it's given a little too much power to Paris, but I... I, yeah. I, I yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. But, like, yeah. like you know, like the, the minute he looks like he's about to, like, sniff another skirt, she's just sort of like, and now we're smiting you. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> Thank more... you, Klingon half. I will now destroy my husband. <laughs> Classic sitcom couple, like, you know, yeah. she's got it all figured out. He's just a goofball. <laughs> he's <Yeah>. just Ken. <laughs> he's yeah. just Ken. <laughs> Have you seen Marvie? No. no, I haven't. I need to. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. Yeah. 
I like I I actually heard a uh, advertisement for it on the radio. Mm. It was like go see Barbenheimer. This was not oh. for a movie theater. It was just go see Barbenheimer. <laughs> One is a movie that uh, challenges like cultural mores and like uh, expectations and stuff, and the other one's about a bomb. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the whole commercial. And I was like, "Fuck, somebody paid for that. That's good. <laughs> That's good. I would go see that. It didn't even have like a theater. It was just go see the two movies." <laughs> Any other ships that we're thinking about? Voyager. Yeah. <laughs> They've only got a limited amount of shuttles, but I, I'm keep gonna... having shuttles. Yeah. I, I, do, I do ship Paris and Kim a little bit. Oh, yeah. Chaos Twins. They're the show's Chaos Twins. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I ship them in a gay way, too, though. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. I, I, I think um, Deep Space Nine has spoiled me a little bit because I'm like, I want Kim to get with... Uh, Paris and I want Paris to get with Bellana and I want Bellana to get with Tuvok and I just <laughs> <laughs> just a whole little yeah I'm all and for Bellana has to grow up a little bit before she gets with anybody yeah yeah because yeah. apparently she's not grown up already you because did a really good job convincing me she's like 25 she's this many no for the home audience Smack's yeah. holding up two fingers there's there no. there is a Wrong. moment. I think it was the episode where Neelix was like, it was the cloud where Neelix was like, oh, we can't, we can't keep exploring all these things. I want to go on my ship and leave for, and, and Laura turns to me like, well, he's right. He's not wrong. And I said, yeah, but he's dating a two-year-old. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Argument over. <laughs> trying to think of any other ships. I mean, there's Seska. We haven't talked about Seska at all. The lady who wasn't Bajoran, she was Cardassian. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. The one where they could have made the case that they tried to make with Kira that one time. <laughs> right, right. You've been a Cardassian this whole time. Like, oh yeah, that's right. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm Actually, glad they I'm... resolved that by the end of the season because I kept making notes because I knew that Seska was bad. Right. And so like the whole time I'm like making little comments about it. I'm like... I was like, are they going to resolve this? Can I not say this on the podcast because Zee and Eris don't know that yet? But he's like, no, by the end of this season, they'll they'll reveal it. I'm like, okay. Right. Yeah, I actually really liked it because I I didn't... I saw something coming, but I didn't see that coming. Mm -hmm. I I knew something was happening with their character, and especially when they... there was almost like a little bit of foreshadowing in the in another previous episode, but then as soon as there, they get into the whole like who's the saboteur, I was like, oh, okay. she she, yeah. says, she says the episode before they reveal her that there are no secrets on this ship, Harry, um, <laughs> and I know, and I'm like, sure, Jan. <laughs> There's one episode I wrote. My only note on Suska was like, well. Seska is pretending to be Bajoran some more. <laughs> and then the next episode, where she, it is un- unveiled that she was bad, like Chakotay startled her and she was like, thank the prophets. And I'm like, sure, Jan. <laughs> yeah. Sure, Jan. Yeah, I actually, I actually have the phrase, sure, Jan, written down two or three times in my notes. <laughs> and they're all Seska references. <laughs> like The first time that happens, I was like, oh, that's like the most Bajoran I've ever seen her act. Hmm. Because she kind of really does it. Yeah. Right, right. right. Also, speaking of which, okay, we're gonna go two seconds. Yep. Why has Starfleet not fucking updated that Bajorans can wear their earrings if they're Starfleet? Mm, 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 mm. That's a religious fucking symbol. They're mm. allowed to fucking do that. Preach, baby. <laughs> Especially <laughs> after Deep Space Nine. I like it. I might like it. And where the Bajorans, right. yes. the Bajorans are serving side by side. Yes. Like, yes, they're technically different. Mm-hmm. They're not Starfleet, but like... It feels like they would update it at that point. Like, Ro is, is I always thought of her because, like, 
Riker gave her an exception, basically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she wears it in the wrong ear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so it's for not her, actually it's not religious actually a religious thing. thing. It's a fuck you exemption. I want to yes. say fuck you to my people whenever right. I see them. Which, yes. which, is, yes. which I feel like could be an illegitimate exemption for the normal... Only if it's religious paraphernalia kind right. of thing. But this is a yeah. kind of an anti-religious religious paraphernalia. I'm, so I'm a little, like, s- s- weirded out that Tuvok is especially the one who's, like, you know... It's a weird, sour moment for him. Yeah, because yeah. like, he worked alongside these people. Yeah. Like, I mean, he was infiltrating them, but, like... So he knows the religious... And he knows they're thousands of light years away. Like, why not just let him do it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I get the headband thing, but I'm like, what the fuck? Like, listen, you can pry my bandanas from my cold dead hands. Tuvok. You're also yeah. not a Starfleet officer. That's true. I, yeah. I think you'd have, a, I think you'd have a, a, not a hard time. I think Starfleet would have a hard time with you. Not you would have a hard, hard time with Starfleet. Yeah, they would. We're going to burn this down I to think the ground. If, if I was anybody on that ship, I would be one of the Maquis. Oh. <laughs> Unassailably right. true. Not even a little bit off course there. Yeah. I pro- the sad thing is, I probably wouldn't be on this ship. I'd probably be more on Deep Space Nine because I'd be like, "What if I ran a bookstore in space?" Because that's me. And then I would immediately be like bugging Garrick and be like, "All right, so what kind of chaos are we gonna cause today?" <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna political need assassination chaos or just mischief ch- chaos. Hey, I'm open for anything. <laughs> Let's kill some rich people. Let's go. Yeah. Garrick would get along well. <laughs> Look, us queers gotta stick together. <laughs> then we'll go to commercial. Welcome to Sicaris, where I will grant all of your dreams. Tell me your dreams, and they will come true. I would like a double scoop of mint chocolate chip ice cream. No, that cannot be done. Anyone else? <laughs> the, the fourth book of the Locked Two no, series. No, no. This fabric is gorgeous. Our laws forbid it. I would like a scarf. <laughs> okay, we can have the scarf. What about a pair of comfortable shoes with only a little bit of a heel? <laughs> what are we, miracle workers? Come to Sicaris, where all your dreams will come true. Restrictions do apply. <laughs> we will not tell you what they are. Messages of social enlightenment. Water is life. It still is and always will be. Yeah. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. yeah. Wear your seatbelt. Yeah. I like that we do that because, <laughs> because I was the one that wasn't wearing my seatbelt for years. <laughs> well, I started saying it. <laughs> Protect trans kids. Yeah. 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 Stop Asian hate. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, guys? Hey, What's if it? you're anti-Semitic, be anti-you. Instead, <laughs> anti anti Semitism yes. is where to be. Listen, just be kind to everyone else. Like, I. I Except for I, Nazis. Yeah, don't be kind to them, bitches. Punch Nazis. Punch Nazis. Yeah, but okay. Because they but, fuck like, around, they need to find out. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes. Make sure like, your thumb is not on the inside when you do so. Yeah. Don't yeah. be kind to your oppressors, but like, if you think you might be leaning towards the oppressor side of thing, back, back the fuck up. If you enjoy those noises, then you might enjoy the other fine podcasts on PartyApocalypse.com, including... Disorganized, a Criminal Minds podcast with your host Z, Laura, and me, Eris. And they air on Mondays. We also have Beyond the Cabin in the Woods with friends of the show, Donna, Kenzie, and myself. And Full Range... Full Range... And... And then another one. Oh no! Uh, Matt know. needs to read somebody hit him in the back of the head. Two uh, friends talking about Hannibal Lecter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. In its entirety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matt, this sounds like such good podcast material. <laughs> <laughs> and. Mm-hmm. 
Back to the episode. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, yeah. oh, books. I do. Books and your reviews and nothing else. Man. Yeah. <laughs> do you have anything to plug? I do. Thank you, Meg. Uh, <laughs> my TED Talk is... Did you under- say my TED Talk? That's my what I TED Talk. My TED Talk. My TED Talk is uh, on TikTok. <laughs> it's translated by Mac. So <laughs> if you have any questions... <laughs> No, my TikTok is at underscore, it's just Z underscore. Hi. Hi. Nope. Hi. <laughs> Listen, this is such <laughs> auditory hell right now. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how you're still listening. Thank you, audience members, for getting through this because this is literally has been a fucking war on my ears. <laughs> I wish the battle is over. I just want to go home. <laughs> that's what Eris wants to plug. Don't make him know <laughs> we interpreted so many ways there. Yeah. No, no, I have nothing to plug except for, um, you know, all four of us do speak English on this podcast. And two of us speak no. Ah, <laughs> my universal okay, translator so you know is fucking We're half broken. and half, so yeah. I feel a little, uh, this okay, pod- I can't discount it. We, we are, Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's just that's my life now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> favorite and least favorite episodes, I believe someone wants to talk about Phage. Okay, Phage was good, but also had a couple of plot holes. Oh, Voyager episode plot holes. Uh, I'm, I'm shocked, I say. I shocked. <laughs> um, so like I did like I did like the tension in Phage because also it was very like this this is I I don't know if there's an equivalent so far of in like say TNG or something like this is a race that survives off of stealing organs from other people yeah. like this is actually how they survive but at the same time they're fucking stealing organs from other people and it's so crazy and I love how Janeway is just very like I don't know what to do when I'm angry about it and I love that about her but I have a question so if they replicate if they took her lungs and put them in Neelix why didn't they just replicate a full set of lungs for her and put both lungs in instead of just each having one lung which is like never addressed again and they're also like running around doing tumbling well, they were having shit. problems replicating that's why the, the but they lungs. replicated her but they could they could fix her lungs couldn't they because they couldn't replicate his lungs specifically because there's too many attachments maybe so if her lungs were slightly easier why didn't she just get the full set of like robo lungs and then he got her lungs true also that that set of lungs has only got like a nine year lifespan on it, so he's gonna, he's gonna <laughs> choke him to death right after the right. series finale. Like, um, oh, but wait, wait, my lungs are geriatric. Yeah, <laughs> but but on t- but um, other than that, um, my lungs are this many. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts For me. the listener at home, Mac held up ten fingers. That was nine. She, yeah. mi- she missed the thumb. Oh, yeah, it was oh, a God, side God, profile. God. Even yeah. visually, that gag didn't work. So yeah. let's move on. <laughs> um, but but first of all, Janeway, this episode on top of the other ones, but this was like the final straw. And I was like, listen, she needs to be my grandmother specifically. She needs to be Nana. <laughs> uh, she eats like a fucking old lady. She's like, oh, I went like a boiled egg with asparagus. And I'm just sort of like, what the fuck, Victoria grandmother? <laughs> That's going to make your pee smell so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Like that. I don't know. Grandma's like, really want to be. I know what to get my mamaw for Christmas. Here's the pee, Grandma. Listen, 
weird shit. <laughs> um, but like, she has her own private dining room. And I was like, listen, you can't even afford new energy to power your engines. Why the fuck do you think you need your own private dining room? Right. So anyway, I'm really glad that that's a gallery. But why gallery. is it so big? It's why gigantic. is the captain's right. private dining room so big? Right. I'm like it's a, a mess small hall for everybody. Because yeah. Captain Janeway's extra. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want. I just want Janeway to be more of a grandma. I want her to be actually smoking on the bridge and be like, listen, have you been around for as long as I have? Because <laughs> every once in a while, because I think in this episode, a couple of the other ones, she's like, has these like, where when she's commanding the ship, especially like, oh, this is a trick that they've never seen. She has this kind of like, be like, I've, I've done this before, kids. Like, you sit down. You're going to let me handle this. <laughs> like, she has that kind of just... Grandma who gives no shits energy, and I need more of that out of her. Especially like because later, then she goes into full Miss Davenport bullshit, and I was like, "Listen, mm-hmm. y- you are not doing a good job convincing me that she isn't an old grandmother, specifically from Manhattan that smokes two packs a day, because that's my grandmother." <laughs> it's like, "Listen, sweetie, when you get as old as me, you don't even see keep track anymore, okay?" <laughs> Be like, "What the fuck are you talking about, Grandma? I'm 12. <laughs> You're like, you'll understand when you grow up, Ken. <laughs> Other people's favorite and least favorite episodes. <laughs> I really like Heroes and Demons. I figured you guys would be into that yeah. one. Yeah, regardless of how you felt about the show. If you hated the show, I thought you would at least like Heroes and Demons. Yeah. I did, I did yeah. for sure. Yeah. There were a bunch of episodes that I made like some notes on that I have absolutely no recollection of, which, to be honest, is most of them. Mm. <laughs> but I made no notes on Emanations or Prime Factors. Like, I just have the titles written down. I don't have any notes on them. So I don't, I'm assuming I didn't care for those. Fair enough. Fair uh-huh. enough. I liked, and I, I'm worried about. Vectors was Sakaris, the planet that was like, yeah. oh, we will give you all the pleasures you want except for the yes. thing you need. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And also, why didn't, okay. I'm just like, mm, I get it. I get it now. But the whole time I was like, why don't they just offer to use the little, like, we can't give you the technology, but we can use it on your ship. Right. But right. they, they ultimately did it. That was the whole part of it. It's just like, we wanted to kidnap you. Yeah. yeah. Because we found you very interesting. Yeah. Mm. So I wish mm. they just put more of a tell on that. Like, I wish mm. somebody's like, hey, how about we just ask them if they just use the technology? I'll like, close their eyes. But like, we'll promise. <laughs> you know? Like, and then and then they could do be like, oh, no, we can't do that because of uh, international board reasons. Okay. <laughs> be like, suspicious. <laughs> I think maybe my favorite episode is one that wasn't on the curated list. Eye of the Needle? Was that on the list? Mm -mm. Yeah. So It was not on the list, but yeah. I feel like it maybe should have been. This is an episode where they discover a wormhole and they're like, oh, maybe we can get home. And they fly over there and they find out it's an itty bitty wormhole that nothing can fit through except for possibly a message, which they, Mm -hmm. they then do. And then they hook up with a very nice Romulan. Uh, in the Alpha Quadrant, who is a scientist, not a warmongering guy, who wants to help them but feels confined by all of that. Anyways, long story short, he's living in the past, so we can't what? even send him messages because he's like 70 years ago or something. Yeah. yeah. 20 years before, and he ends up dying, spoiler alert, um, you know, shortly after they meet him. They, they, they send letters to him and say, hey, will you get yeah, this to our Yeah, will you deliver families? these? He's like, yeah, sure. And then Tuvok is like, okay, now that he's gone, I have to tell you I looked this guy up and it turns out he's going to die, so our letters aren't getting home, folks. <laughs> I no. checked Wikipedia, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Although, um, I will say I... he does tell Janeway after that, like, the whole, like, 
or, or Janeway goes like, but maybe he left them in a will to somebody. And they had literally had that whole conversation with like, I have a daughter. She's two. I haven't yeah. met her yet. Right. But it's, it's kind of a neat little, like seeing them interact with someone from the alpha quadrant moment, getting their hopes dashed kind yeah. of moment. Like it's got some emotional stuff in there that I think is, is pretty nice. Um, and I did make a note on there cause they, they found it's an itty bitty, uh, uh, wormhole. So I wrote, ha, there could be some teeny tiny profits in there. I also kind of like Jatrell. Jatrell wasn't bad. Um, yeah. I think there's some emotional through lines in that episode that I liked. Mm-hmm. But I think Deep Space Nine would do that kind of episode yes. better. Yes. Yeah. No, no, no. It's been done yeah. better elsewhere, but... Considering yeah. I don't really like anything else in the episode, that Fair. I that took me a while to find something. So those were two that I, I, I like. I thought it was really weird how LeVar Burton directed an episode that was basically just a complete ripoff of when Riker got accused of murder. That's true. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Yeah. I did not I don't remember the, the name. List, I, think. I don't remember that. Well, I... Ex post facto. Yeah, yeah. That was a control F leftover Riker script, if there was one. <laughs> yeah. He gets accused of murder, and they like they, the planet convicts him because we didn't put it on the list, and we'll mm-hmm. explain it to Z. And so the the punishment for murder was they could extract the last few seconds of the murder victim's memories out of their brain, and they put it in you, and you have to relive it every couple hours. Oh, shit. But it turns out it was manipulated, and yeah, uh, yeah, Yeah. he didn't do it. But (laughs) also, Black Mirror did the same shit later much better, so. Yeah. Yeah. Who who was accused of murder? Tom Paris. Paris. For the same thing, like, like seducing some scientist's wife. Yeah. And the scientist then gets murdered, and then so the wife was like, he definitely killed my husband, Wink. Mm. It was literally the same exact plot. Mm. Yeah, they just changed the names. Changed the names and changed the approach to the story a little bit, but the the plot elements were the same. Yeah. yeah. Although there was a part of me, (laughs) like in that episode I wrote, they should just leave the reliving the murder every, it was every 14 hours. It was like, they should leave that in as a character thing for Tom Paris for the whole show. Kind of like how Odo has to go all gooey every 18 hours. Like, <laughs> Tom Paris is like, excuse me, I have to go relive murder. <laughs> like, <laughs> also, I'm just like, okay, yeah, that really sucks. But I, I'm just thinking about human adaptability, adaptability, where I'm like, okay, the first dozen of times, I'm, but like eventually I feel like, especially Tom would start getting jaded and just be like, hmm. And there he's dead. Well, but I think there's also some emotional transference. That's true. That, like, he actually feels pain. That's true. And it's not yeah. just, oh, I'm watching it. it yeah. Like, there is a sensory input element to it. See, then I don't think he would get used to it because that's like similar to like PTSD flashbacks. Okay. Oh, no, never like, mind. Yeah. Yeah. If it was just like visually watching remember it, you're, like, you're reliving it. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> nah, you're right. That's true. Yeah. I think my favorite episode is Caretaker. I think it's actually, like, the the setup for this whole concept is you're like, they're flung far away, and God knows if they'll ever get back. Mm. Quark is in it, so there's that's that. That's true. I like that first episode, and... It's a good episode. Uh, my least favorite episode, I think, was Emanations. It, I think it was on the list, and I even took it off. We in fell fact, asleep that in that, that I episode. fell asleep. I was so... What is yeah. Emanations about? Uh, the one where Kim... They could find the asteroids with all the mummified bodies. Mm, and then, I didn't mind that one. I used to like it a lot more. I watched it this time and I was like, nah, that's not 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 as good as I remembered it. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. yeah. It was an interesting idea that never quite came together, which is, I, I think, Voyager. Really yeah. <laughs> surprised it wasn't spiders. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, I go through and I'm just like, oh, those are spiders. Yeah. I've seen this before. I've seen. Lord- I watch Lord of the Rings. I know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> this is big spiders. <laughs> we have a few minutes left. No, about... it's just them upsetting the entire cultural order of a species. You know, right? Um, as one does. As one does. <laughs> I also didn't like learning curve. <laughs> I think that was the last episode where Tuvok was training the cadets. Yeah. It was a real weak-ass season finale. Like It was a weak-ass season finale for sure, but it was yeah. a cute episode. Okay. Said, I yeah. think Learning Curve and Eye of the Needle should have been switched. Hmm. Because Eye of the Needle, yeah. the entire, yes. like, for the first two-thirds of the whole episode, the tension is, oh, they might we actually be able to get to go home. Yeah. Which was so unbelievable, because I was like... The entire point of the show is that it's a lost at sea. And I was like, you could maybe trick me thinking it was the first season. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, okay, then maybe the rest of the show is them learning how to go back and forth between the Delta Rock. It could go weird and they could end up somewhere else. Right, right. Yeah, Yeah, then they get farther away than they originally were. Like, you could have tricked me on that. But it was the middle. It was like episode seven. And I was like, I know that there's more episodes. Because essentially, if you're watching this on TV, you're like... Okay, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. What the fuck? <laughs> well, and also, learning curve would make much more sense earlier. Like, and I, I mean, it's only logical, Tuvok, that you would want to do a boot camp for all of the Maquis what? members to like integrate faster. Right. And maybe you could have avoided all of the tensions that you were having. Exactly. I mean, the Seska tensions are different because she's trying to be evil, right. but like, there's also just a the serial regular... killer on the ship. But all the regular, like, tensions of, like, oh, I just don't know how to follow commands and show up on time. Like, I feel like that should have been, like, early Way on. earlier. Yeah, because yeah, also... they forget about that for some of the episodes right. later in the season where they're like, I guess they're just working fine together. Right. And then they try to bring this out of the bag again. Because suddenly there's tension at the end. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't like that <clears throat> they never once mentioned how he was on board with them. Like, right. none, yeah. of, none of them were like, why are you doing this? Like, you know how we operate. You were there with us. Like, nobody... Yeah. Right. They were just but like, also, you're a dick bag. <laughs> he knows them yeah. to some degree, so he should have been able to maybe be a better teacher for them mm-hmm. and bridge that gap a little bit better. Right. Yeah. I felt like he went a little too hard at it, mm-hmm. considering the background that they should have had together. Yeah. Because right. he was undercover on their ship for like a while. Yeah. yeah. Long enough to be trusted and yeah. be part of Especially the with the kid, like the. 18, 19 year old, yeah. however old that kid was. Like, yeah, he should have done like a whole scene where the whole like, you fucking betrayed me. Yeah. Like, I thought you were my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there could have been much more Missed of an emotional base there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, again, that's Voyager. That's Voyager, man. Predictions. Or do we have something else on favorite and least favorite episodes? No, I have a question. Yes. Um, what was Parallax about? Episode three. The only note I put was this episode felt dot 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 done already, but it yeah. wasn't a bad episode, just not very original. Uh, they <clears throat> reach a like a supernova event horizon and they see a ship in the distance mm. and they try to communicate and, turn and it's them. The real A plot is will Bolana become the chief engineer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah literally yeah, yeah. all I wrote for that is Bolana punched an engineer and gets a promotion. Yeah. <laughs> well, first Dolls. she has a little lesbian you power like Bolana. Yeah. 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 I just really liked it when they started going like full geek together like her and Janeway. Yeah. And I was like ooh lesbian power couple. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Predictions for where the show goes from here from our newbies. I'd like to entertain these ideas. I don't think they make ideas. it home. You don't think they ever make it home? I think they do at the end of season seven. <laughs> How many Maybe. seasons are there? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to drag that out. <laughs> I, I definitely feel like they don't get home until end of season seven. Or what I'm thinking is they'll be like, that's home right there. We just got to go. They never actually get home. And that's kind of how it ends. Yeah, is that they're they're on their way there. That's how I think it'll end. But 
I I don't know. Obviously, we we said Bolana and and Paris get together, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm excited for that. I want Kess to be an adult. <laughs> I thought don't she already was. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I have any... I feel like the Doctor is going to become... Like, he's going to get his new name, whatever it is that he picks. And I feel like... I like that he's he's able to, like, shut his own thing off. I feel like that shows yeah. that he's getting a little bit more autonomy, I guess. Yeah. I want to so. see a Doctor in the holodeck episode. Yeah. Like, like more, we did, but like, yeah. I want to see, like, another one, like, that just opens up right. and he's just like, oh, hello, sorry, is there a medical emergency? Like, as he's, like, all dressed, kitted out, the whole, like, in the middle of something, he was like, listen, this is, like, this I'm is allowed to, I'm allowed to have a vacation, too, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. You know Kess would set that shit up, too, though. Yeah. He'd be like, I need somebody to do this, and she'd be like, bet. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I got, I got you, boo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our connection is wholesome, and that's the only wholesome connection I have to an adult man, member of this crew. <laughs> <laughs> I really like their dynamic, the Doc and Kess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really like Neelix, even though he's a dirty old man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I have any other predictions. Interesting. It's not yeah. a very, like, serialized arc. Like, what do you predict? Who gets together? Do they make it home? Yeah. I think it's going to yeah. be approximately the same crew. I think it's going to be, they just, it's going to be the will they or won't they, but it's the getting home. Mm-hmm. It's the will they or won't they, and at the very end, they'll, they will. <laughs> I think something's going to happen to Carrie. He feels like such a minor character right now that I think he'd be easy to kill off or lose. Mm-hmm. I knew immediately that the whatever the fuck, the guy whose face got stolen, I was just like, I've never seen him before in my life. He's, he's definitely dead. <laughs> episode is that? Ah, when they got kidnapped by the organ kidnappers. Where Bolana the uh, oh, 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 they stole his face. I thought you meant, like, copying his face. Yes, yes, Yeah, but they literally, like, skin grafted skin onto the, yes. yeah. Because, like, well, they, in the beginning, it was just like, oh, yeah, crewman got stuck. And you see Bolana, you see Tom Paris. And they're like, who's the third guy? The third guy's, like, completely random nobody. I was like, you're yeah. dying. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's organ harvesters. Your organs are going into somebody. <laughs> Does anybody else have anything to say about Voyager season one before we uh, call it good? According to season one, uh, it was fine. Um, I think I'm going to quickly change my mind in season two, but I'm going to leave that for later. I'm, I'm fascinated. I'm almost as fascinated about your initial reactions to the show as what your feelings about the show as it progresses will be. Yeah. Because yeah. right now it's fine. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Next time we're going to go back to Deep Space Nine season four. Woo-hoo. Uh, Worf arrives. Woo! Jake writes his book a couple of times. <laughs> Nog leaves for the Academy by Aww. way of Roswell. What? It was that in season four? Oh, it's like maybe my favorite episode. Probably of the your whole favorite show. episode of the whole show. It's it's up there for me. Also, they'll get a whole new opening title sequence with a little more guitar in the theme. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, just like Criminal Minds did this yeah. most recent season. Okay, yeah. I will. I, I can end us on. What I think is maybe Voyager's best feature. They have a really good theme song. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jerry Goldsmith. It's very, it's, yeah. it's, no, it's a great theme song. But anyway, we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! Bye!